Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. the wise men's here podcast we're going to do a quick preview of Sunderland's game at Wembley in the league one playoff final against Wigan Wanderers Matt is supposed to be hosting this but we're a man down uh, he got stuck in traffic I believe or something along, along those lines after work and we're going to have to just um, crack on in his absence but he he does really really want to know what you are uh, he really does want you all to know what he thinks so fear not uh, you will be hearing from the uh, regular host of this. Uh, so joining myself, Stephen Goldsmith, is... Uh, I'm going to introduce Tom first, because it's your, it's your show this, Tom. Tom Walsh. Yes, and we've given you the pleasure of hosting it. So I know, should... but just for the record, I did ask if you wanted to, um, to do yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't want to tread on Matt's toes as much. <laughs> I mean, and as I said to you beforehand, I have... No questions in my head that I want to ask. Yeah, me neither, because I wasn't supposed to be hosting this. So, yeah, uh, yeah there's no agenda or anything. I mean, well, no. we've never done that for years, to be fair. Um, yeah, improv it is. Oh, um, yeah. Gareth Barker is here as well. Right. All right. Because what we wanted was a four of us to do together, maybe like because we, like we did before the Chef Red game, because I'm a bit superstitious like that. I know Gareth frowns on on such things. Lots of things. <laughs> yeah, that being one of them. Yeah. yeah. It's on the list. It's on the list. How long has this been for everybody? Can you believe? Can you like believe how long it feels like we've had to wait from the shuffle away? I mean, think about how long the first leg seems. Yeah, like a week and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, it was only like ten days ago. Yeah, <laughs> madness. Feels like we've had a full summer. Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, it has been. It's been beautiful weather here as well it's been like 30 degrees all week mm. so it is like we've finished for the season but then in the back of your mind it's like oh yeah we've still got to actually play this really important game yeah. like on saturday uh so i don't know i don't know how you are for nerves but i'm i'm good at the moment because i've not I started see, i've not started thinking about it yet i i've i've started to now i've i've the gap like i, I was fine after you know me and matt discussed our experiences at hillsborough and stuff and because we played so well, I was just so confident immediately afterwards, thinking, you know, this is our time, we'll do it. Mm. And I've always been, I've always had that mindset since since then. And it's only now when I think, I don't know if it's just because we got our tickets today, <laughs> but it's just now I'm actually starting to think, yeah, shit, what if we don't win? It's mm. the first time I've started to like, it's the first time I've started to like consider that as an option. 
it, it and it's it's like I'm looking forward to going. Like, but I like as we discussed before. I like an adventure. It's just like the playoffs is bad Wembley. I've said this before. It's like cup final is good Wembley because it's like well you know we're always going to be unless it's like a situation like where Swan you know Swansea and Bradford where like Swansea are the favourites and you know generally if we get to a cup final we're going to be def- we're definitely going to be the underdogs. So you kind of go in it with going you know what if we win um, it'll be amazing and if we lose you know it's it's you know you haven't. It would. It's disappointing, but you know you can get over it quickly. With the playoffs, it's like if you lose, it's just like well, what do you mean we have to do it again next year? Like forty six games and try again, it, and and we've got to wait for like three months for it to to start. It's like that's that. It's that horrible. Like it's so like it's so conclusive, isn't it? The playoffs. It's like it's just like, and that's that. Off you go. It's so mad yeah. how quickly just everything seems locked in because I didn't like. Apart from the first season we were down here, I don't think I've ever went through a season actually believing we we're going to get promoted. We've given all the positive talks on him. We've said it on here, and I've said it on here, and I think it could be it. But at the back of my mind, it's always just been like oh, we're just going to muck it up again. And this season, especially like by the time Alex Nail come in, I, I was thinking we weren't even going to get in the playoffs, and then. It just seems to have happened so quickly where it's suddenly like, yeah, no, right, you're in the final, win this game and you're promoted. And that's starting to slowly creep up me now as well, the enormity of the game. Because it didn't feel like this, Tom, did it, when we played Charlton? Because that was supposed to be just us winning that game and like, no, we shouldn't be in this division. We'll only be here one year. See you later. And then as every season passes now, it's becoming more of a desperate situation where like now it feels like, this is the biggest game we've arguably had in my lifetime. Uh, I mean, it's uh, well, do, uh, really? <laughs> you know, we, we, how many times have we said we are not sustainable at this division? And I think the first time we're down here, you think it's okay, we'll go again. Mm-hmm. And now we go again and we go again every season and we're not getting anywhere. And yeah. it's just going to get harder and harder and harder. Yeah, but you mentioned that Charlton game. The atmosphere is far different around that Charlton game. No one's, No one actually... I don't think anyone actually believed we'd go up. I mean, I certainly didn't. I, I just, I didn't think that. it'd I be. We'd win that. No, I didn't think it was the whole, uh, whole vibe of that day. Like you know, we didn't, we didn't sell like our allocation out. Everyone just seemed a bit like, ugh, another trip, another trip to Wembley. And I think, yeah, the whole atmosphere of that day was like, and you saw the Charlton fans all the way through that game were absolutely bouncing. Um, and yeah, I never felt really confident that we were going to win that game. I just wanted that season to end because it just went on for ages. I'd spent a vast amount of money during the season. I was just tired and I just wanted it to end. Whereas now, there's a, there's a whole different atmosphere about this team, around this fan base at the moment, that I think, like you, you say, it's a bad Wembley, but we've never experienced the playoffs where we've won and we have to do that eventually. And that will, I like, I do think that's going to happen on Saturday. This is the most confident I've been about like a, a playoff game in a while. And as I said, if we get past Sheffield Wednesday, we could beat Wickham or MK Dons in the final. And as you'll know, I correctly predicted the uh, the semi finals. Uh, so, so, I think somebody else might have as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, another another wise man. Yeah, on this, uh, from this prestigious. Podcast. Not just the not just the outcomes, the score lines. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I thought you were predict. I thought when you said for predictions, it was for the um, the uh, Nottingham Forest and um, oh, right. Nottingham Forest game um, mm. last night, where it was yeah. two one and went three three and went to penalties. I thought you were asking for that <laughs> prediction. Nah. I got yeah. mixed up. Yeah, my well, I was really. That was yeah, that's the real yeah. quiz. Yeah, I thought you were asking for that. Yeah, mm. I, I mean, I totally agree with you, Tom, and that I've got that feeling where. It does feel different. It, do, it does. And that's such a... It's such a... Cliche. It's just yeah, a, a yeah, cliche that is. comes back to, like, fighting on the backside. Because <laughs> if, you, if you said that on Twitter, you'd have, like, a load of Newcastle yeah. fans at, you like, think, what does it one even minute mean past five, as soon as... If we lose oh, yeah. the game, they'll be like, <laughs> capital letter, lowercase letter, it feels different this time. Yeah, uh, well... Like, you'd get a lot of that, wouldn't you? Um, but... It does. It, it does. It just... It, it it is it's it's the manager it is the manager it's the it's he's he's been so I mean we've lost one game since like February, one game since he took over. Yeah, am I right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, what in eighteen games I think we've had or nine? Is it seventeen games we've played? Yeah, um, uh, we, we, I don't know. We've lost one. I mean, and that it was in February, it was like second game in charge or something. I mean. It it's, feels, it's yeah, crazy, it feels with it, him really? that he's not going to do something stupid. Like, yeah. which, well, as these, as has been discussed in these um, Wembley podcasts we've been doing, our previous managers in these finals, like Jack Ross, kind of, he was in a point where we just, we would, every time we take the lead, we just like panic and then just sit deeper and deeper. Lee Johnson, thank God he never got a playoff final because Christ, what would happen if he was in charge right now? And, and like Alex Neil will have a plan for this, and that's what gives me like confidence. I've seen his type, uh, seen his teams do it in playoff finals. I saw it like I remember. I mean, obviously, this is. <laughs> I didn't go back and research this, but I do remember watching the Hibs Hamilton game at the time, and they were massive underdogs and beat them. Same with Norwich, just suffocated Middlesbrough for half an hour, and then the game's yeah. done. So he's going to have, he knows how to win these big games and he will have a plan to deal with Wickham. Do you think it's going to be an advantage that we're going to have probably a lot of the, we will have a lot of the balls that stack, there was that stack going around, wasn't it, before the um, semi-final that Wickham were ranked the lowest, the second lowest and lowest in the division across all of like the main sort of like passing Mm. statistics or like most passing moves. Um, Comprising more than ten, the the sorry, the fewest passing moves comprising of more than ten passes, um, like the few, like fewest like passes completed in the final third, all this kind of stuff. It was like it feels very much like if we can get, if we can get on the ball, if we can nullify that sort of threat, they want to, they're going to knock it forward quickly, get knockdowns, get bodies around the ball in the final third, and try and kind of blitz us really. If we can get out, if we can win the second balls and get out and have somebody to get on the ball, um, you know, pick pockets of space up. I think someone like Pritchard's going to be like massively important. Yeah, to get pick those pockets of space up and be in a situation where we can receive the ball out of those tight areas and then start the moves on the counter. I don't know we're going to play on the counter attack. 
Um, I think we'll see a lot of the ball, but I just okay. mean but when like, they Wigan, do, Wigan will let us have it, like you've yeah, just I said. think I think when they do try and force an, an attack and move, that's going to be, I think, the opportunity where the opportunity is going to come for us. It's it's also just like don't give away stupid free kicks. Yeah, yeah, that's what they that's what they're banking on. That's why they scored against us at oh, well scored against us twice actually early in the season, and. We need to just stop because they've just got battering rams up front and that's how they score their goals. So just need to be streetwise with that. And it is interesting that they're going to use VAR in yeah. this game. And I don't know if that's going to stop all the shenanigans that they do or like, because it's weird because these players won't be used to like having this kind of technology and where your little digs and whatever that you're used to in League One are going to get picked up on. Or as someone pointed out, it might be a case of like a, a Chekhov's gun where it's there and it's there, but it never actually gets used. I just yeah. hope it doesn't, I just hope it doesn't like, because a lot of people are straight away have been saying, oh, that's going to, it's going to benefit us over Wickham because they are your masters of the dark well, arts and know. all that. But this is what you're thinking. You've got to be careful what you wish for with that because there are plenty, you know, Luke 09 likes to tussle off the ball. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you know all it takes is for for one of those to happen well, in the penalty area, and you know it's not... the worst case scenario for us really is 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 Wickham taking the lead and then just fucking trying to just kill shit the house the game and yeah. kill it. Yeah, you know we think... need to score first in this. Oh well, yeah. Well, I would 100%. say that the VAR thing is like one of the things that I'd be worried about is like you know someone like Ross Stewart who plays really high up against the last defender. You know, like you look at the Sheffield Wednesday game and. Like in the fir- in the five nil, you know, he's, there's probably been a few tight, tight offside calls mm. um, on him because that's the way he plays, and it'd be interesting, you know, if he's got you know a toe offside and he, he's going to get called on it in in this game. I mean, I, I think I'm actually pro technology generally, but I don't think it's right. Goal line technology, fine, and I think yeah. like I don't, I can't see any reason why goal line goal line technology generally isn't de- deployed in every game in the football league. It should be, yeah, um, agree. But and the goal line technology in the final, fine. It's definitive. It's a goal or it isn't a goal. Mm-hmm. When you start, when we've spent an entire season playing in a in in a sort of a, a league with certain laws, I think it's. I don't think it's right to sort of bring it in. To bring it in for like the play, the, the playoff final, I just I don't think it's correct. I, I think it's I know they'll say well the the laws will be implemented with the assistance of, so it doesn't it just makes it more accurate. But it, we we know that these the the laws are open to interpretation. If it said it's just offside, it's just these things fine. But when you're talking about checking to see if somebody's committed a foul or whatever. Mm. It, to to me, it's not black and white, and I, I don't think we should be. Uh, I don't think it should be in in the final, to be honest. But that's that's just my opinion on it. Also, it's a premier, it's a Premier League ref, and I remember the last time we had a Premier League ref, and he was absolute mm. dog shit. Remember Mark Probert against Luton? Yes, he just lost control of that game. Yeah, yeah he, that was horrendous officiating. But hopefully, we won't have to care about the referee. Hopefully we won't. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll have a little break and we'll come back and we'll finish up the chat. Um, Before we do that, why don't we hear from our regular preview host, Matt Keeling. (laughs) 
So obviously I've missed the uh, the pod for reasons uh, beyond my control, shall we say. No, I was still at work and then left work late and then the road was shut because of an accident. So I had to go another way. I was stuck in traffic forever. Yeah, so I, I missed it, didn't I? But I'm just popping on to say that I have a prediction for you for Saturday. I'm very much known for pessimism, I'd say. And saying things like, we're not even going to finish in the playoffs. We're going to finish eighth. Um, On this occasion, you'll be delighted to know I've changed my mind. Um, In Alex Neil, I think we've got the best manager we've had for, for years at the club. I really think... He has the potential to build something here, and I think he has the know-how, the experience to do so. Obviously, the first major hurdle and the first step of doing that is to win on Saturday, and I think we will. I think, I think we're going to win three-one, with goals from Miami Patrick Roberts, Ross Stewart, and Lyndon Gooch. Um, I'd like to say I think we'll be turning up at half time, and I think we might be. But all obviously depends on how we start the game, how we approach the game. And if we, I've no doubt that if we approach it the way we played Sheffield Wednesday and the way we've been playing recently, that we will win. We are good enough to win. We are, I believe, a better side than Wickham. We all know what they're like. They'll play their games. They're not, they're no mugs. They've also been here before and achieved something that we haven't in winning in a playoff final. So, yeah. Um, Right, so yeah, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to get promoted. It's been a very long season, as usual, and we've done about a thousand preview pods, a lot of which have featured things like walruses, like collector build magazines, Concord, Humberside Airport. So uh, thanks very much for putting up with myself and Thomas all throughout the year. Um, we'll be back next season with the previews and the reactions. We will actually be back on Saturday with a reaction, just in case the lads forgot to plug that one. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back with all of that stuff. We might have one or two things for you over the summer. Some little nuggets of gold, some little treats here and there. Um, but if you go to Wembley, have an amazing weekend, whatever day you go in. I'll be there with my mints. I'll have lots of mints. So come and see me for a mint. Um, come and uh, sign the address book and um. Yeah, have a have a fantastic weekend. I'm sure we can do it. Just uh yeah. Just get just get hammered really, I think. And uh, have a have a wonderful time. Thanks very much for listening to me as always. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, which leads us on to what we think 
it's good. I'm even I'm nervous even saying this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And like I say, I wasn't supposed to be hosting this, so I haven't asked any like sort of creative questions or anything. But I, I'm not sure what people want to hear that. We've said what well, we think. We, let's just talk about what we think is going to happen. Let's uh, let's just talk about what we think is is going to happen. And I literally got butterflies in my stomach <laughs> when I said that, which just shows how real it all is all starting to to feel to me. Because when me and Matt were talking about that second half at Hillsborough and um, or just that second leg at Hillsborough, I was so nervous and I just couldn't watch the game at all. And I was on my knees and I was sitting on the floor times and trying anything. That was... But I always had this sort of logical thought at the back of my mind. It was thinking, try and think about it logically. This team, Sheffield Wednesday, aren't doing enough. Sunderland are better than them and we were. And this kind of where I'm at now where I feel like, yes, Wickham can beat anybody in this division on the day. Of course I can. They have just about matched this good run we've been on. You know, certainly not taking them lightly at all. But I can't help think, like you just said there, Tom, because of the manager and the way he's got to set up and the way he can utilise his players and because some of the players like Clark and Roberts are starting to show consistency and come into form, I just can't help thinking that logically, if we turn up, we win the game. And it's it's also like if you think this season we've scored six goals against Wickham, and we've we don't lose we've not lost to we've only lost to them once once yeah, and that was under oh, Phil Parkinson, under his so, bad run. And you think about well, the time, his first, first game, game was his first game, first wasn't game. it? Yeah, yeah. They think the times we've played them at home, we've drawn one one, battered them four nil, and um, like comfortably beat them three one early in the season. Did we draw one one at home with them? Did we? I thought we yeah, beat um, them two one. No, under Jack Ross, that was the first one, season we drew one one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did we? I thought we beat them two one. No, I mean like that season kind of melts into into one really, but we have got the beating of this team, and it, you, like they've not in that in that time period, they haven't Wickham haven't changed the way they're going to play. If we play our game, and just don't get involved with their shenanigans, don't give them away free kicks or whatever I think we'll I think we'll win I think logically we should do because I think we're I think we're a better team than them so but it's it's how everyone manages the occasion and obviously there's more pressure on us because there's going to be 46,000 of us there compared to their like 20,000 or so I was going to ask about that what 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 that will only have an influence if the fans show form as well, which I can't obviously nothing from the semi final makes me think the wand. I, th- I think they will. Like I said earlier, like the the atmosphere amongst the the supporters at the moment is much better than it was for the last playoff final. I think it's more of akin to the um the checker trade, even though there's more riding on this. And I think there's a real positivity around this team and around this manager and this it feels like this has to be the time now, um, and hopefully it will be. I think atmosphere wise, it's a bit. I would equate it to like the Everton game under Allardyce. Yeah, where we had obviously we somehow we'd won that game against Chelsea, and then going into that game knowing a win and we stay up, um, and it has that sort of feel. Like yeah, we were nervous, but just get us over the line. It felt yeah. like we could do it. We can we can do it. We we can do it. Um mm. and I'm confident, but it doesn't mean that 
we're not going to be tested. And that's that's what they've got to make sure that, you know, and I don't, you know, I've got every confidence that this team can come through it. But in a moment in the game, you never know, do you? You know, one, one person can switch off. Um, the gr- I think the great thing is, and I, I say this is like, you know, something will happen on Saturday that'll be mad and it'll it'll completely negate this. But Wickham don't really have ball players. They've got some good quality footballers in in certain respects, but I don't think they've got somebody who's uh, going to like Josh Scowen. Oh no! So I'd like to repeat <laughs> um, that Wickham don't really have any good ball players. Um, you know they they don't tend to get the ball down. They're not going to like split you like Barry Bannon did. They're not um, going to try pass. though. They're not going to try. They're going to they're going to try and pin you. They're going to clip the ball. They're going to try and you know battle, and at least you know. I mean, Bailey Wright, alongside the obvious candidates, you you could make an argument of him being in that top three players this season. I know some people might go, I'm not sure about that, but he's been been absolutely immense. Like, and and Danny Bart as well, having him in, they're the kind of players you want up against the forward threat that that these have. Um, I think McCleary, probably could play in the championship. Mm. Um and he obviously had done for a long time before he's gone to Wickham. Um and he's probably the quality the real like the player with real quality in that forward forward area for them. Um and obviously Vaux has played at a high level, but he's a bit more functional and he? he's a bit more like a wike type centre forward, isn't he? Mm. Um but you know it feels like week, weekly you're kind of going, oh, what, what's their threat going to be? It's just, you're just so nervous about about it going wrong. But we always seem to like nullify the threats. We always seem to, to and even in the games where where we, I mean, the only game probably in the in the in Alex Neal's seventeen where you could probably argue we deserve to lose. I would say it was probably the Rotherham game. Like some people might say, you know, if they'd won that one nil, you could probably say, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Even though we did have a spell in the second half. Yeah. Um. But it's just going to be a different. It's going to be a different threat. They aren't. They haven't got the dynam- dynamism. Do we as, think the you speed know, he, that they have? What we spoke about Alex Neil and saying how he he adapts and he changes his team. We actually kept the same team and the same system and everything in the both games against Sheffield Wednesday. Even though what was required from those games were entirely different. So the first leg was very much like we we went after them like we thought we would and we should have won that game three or four nil arguably. Um the second game was always going to be about soak on a pressure, um, you know, keeping a nil nil for as long as possible, being carbon the ball and trying to make a count when you get a chance. So the opposite really, yet he's picked the same team, he's picked the same formation and system. Does it almost suggest that now he, he he's almost like stumbled across what he thinks is his best 11 and he won't be ringing loads of changes to try and accommodate Wickham and perhaps he's done that previously against other sides because he didn't think some of these players were up to speed or up to consistency but I'm thinking about the two wingers in particular you mm-hmm. know most managers would like to play one striker with, with, with two wingers behind and number 10 and Pritchard behind and they haven't had the consistency the form or the fitness and I'm just wondering if now this is him thinking oh, this, is, this, is, this is the team this is yeah. my team I mean, I think Jack Clark had his best game for his away at Sheffield Wednesday. Country mile, yeah. But then again, he wasn't very good against 
them at home. So, and the thing is, I, I think if Broadhead's fit, I think he'll probably start um, over one of them. Um, but yeah, I don't really know because, call. like, I think the the approach that we took at the home game against Sheffield Wednesday to just get at them and get this game won is should be the same approach to to Wickham because, like you say, if we get we get a goal early, then it stops that the shenanigans that they that Wickham like to do, and I think that's that's the most that's going to be the most important thing because if they score first and we're in for a long long afternoon. I think they, they, you know, try and put a positive spin on that. Um, you know, Sheffield Wednesday scored first in that second game, and we really like, and that's another tick in the box. We came back like really strongly from that. We didn't let our heads go down. We didn't panic, um, and we we upped the intensity and, but, and, and got the equaliser. I know yeah, but the, Sheffield Wednesday ultimately needed to score another goal. So they still needed to go for it. Maybe I mean they didn't need they didn't need to in the ninety, but I know what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, but the thing is, that's a dangerous thing, isn't it? If you're if you decide it, I mean, we did it, I guess, under Jack Ross. I mean, you're looking back. We had a a, win, a lead. We decided we'd settle on it and and ended up losing both of those games at, at Wembley. Not so much in the Charlton game, but certainly in the in the in the Portsmouth game. Yeah. Um, when he put like Gooch up front on his own and, and changed it that way, um, I don't know. I, 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 I team wise, I'd be tempted to go with the same. Um, and Broadhead's great, but I think uh, he won't pick the team like that, though. He'll pick it on function and the, the best way to win the game. Um, but I feel like you know, Clark and Roberts. Um, and Stuart and Pritchard as your as your front four. I mean, I like Clark. I know he's got like some. He's a bit of a marmite player, but I think he's done pretty well overall for us. Um, some might disagree. Um, I feel it'd be good in a game like this because, like we've discussed before, he gets even, the ball at the pitch. Yeah, even I think it. It was I think it was after Plymouth when he was getting very mixed reviews, and a lot of the Southern fans were saying he had a bad game. And we we pointed out after that game, like what he does do is carry the ball yeah. and get you up the pitch at a really, really quick yeah. speed in a, in a final. You know, that is really important, I think. I mean, especially when you don't want... If you're Wickham, you don't want, like, Roberts and Clark running at you. No. You don't want you don't want them committing you. And that's what we're going to need. We're going to need players who are willing to take risks and commit them. I mean, they'll get through them. And eventually, they'll get through them. Um, it's how many times. And we've got to make sure that... We're, we're, we, we don't, you know, we're not behind in the game, I would say, or too far behind in the game. But yeah, they'll get through them. And, you know, to think if we need to, we can bring Broadhead on. It's a, it's a pretty good option. I've got a feeling like Embleton's going to, like, not start the I've series. Been thinking about, I've been I just thinking feel like he's going to play a part in the I game. Think, like he's going to do something in the game. I don't know why. I agree. I've been thinking all week. I just, too, like, I'll ask you what you think. Because in my head, like, I've been thinking 2-0. With Embleton scoring a really nice one for one of the goals, mm. Who's I've 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 got a fancy for a defender getting one, maybe right or bar getting on the end of a uh, getting a header or something like that, and that's my that's my. I've had about six dreams, so uh, you don't. Want, I, the best I, I lost. Ones. I, dream, I dream that we lost two 0 <laughs> Sorted my wife. We both had we both had dreams that we'd lose two 0 I had a dream last night that we lost one 0 but. 
it was to MK Dons and it was being held at Hamden Park. <laughs> so yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. Well, uh, thanks, but now I feel like I've not been, I've not really thought of it because you know, if you if you don't live in Sunderland and you're yeah. not surrounded with Sunderland fans all the time, you feel a bit. It's quite nice to feel a bit detached from it. But thank you. Now I feel sick about it. Yeah. <laughs> we we s- aim to please. Come on, give uh, us your give us your give us your predictions and we'll. Um. And well, you've uh, just taken mine. <laughs> Tom, last time we predicted yes, the same thing, we yeah. know what happened. All right, then I'll I'll go with that. I, I was thinking through this pod, I think we'll win two 0 and I think Stuart will score first half, and I think Pritchard will score like a lovely one of those curled. 25 yarders. Somebody's going to score a curler. Like, I think it's Ember <laughs> and you think it's Pritchard. Josh Scowen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you're not, beware if you're behind that goal. I hope I hope that's not the one where, the, you know, he's not having a few shots in the end where there's like half the seats empty because there'll be a while retrieving the ball if he's striking them from distance because, mm. you know. Don't, don't you jinx only, it. Yeah, don't jinx it. Stop I'm talking. Careful, careful. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. How many times do I have to explain this? If he does stick one on the top corner, it's not my responsibility. Yeah, but you'll be getting the stick for it. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. Right, come on, Gareth, tell us what you think. Uh, 3-1 to Sunderland. Um, and I'm going to say the scorers will be Emelton, Wright and Stewart. And please tell us their, their goal is going to be like a, a consolation one. I can't be done with them scoring first. I think we'll be two. I think it'll be 2-1 and going into the last sort of 10 and we'll get we'll get another. It'd be nice if it was like if we were winning like 3 0, and then Akin Fenwer got his like last career goal in the 96th minute where it didn't matter. I mean, they'd interview him for 10 minutes after the game and yeah. ignore the fact we'd won. Yeah, they'd, like it'd be him and Gareth Ains was like crying on the pitch for ages. And then it'd be like, oh, yeah, Sunderland also got promoted, just yeah. so you know. There is, it'd be nice, just to, have, just nice to have no drama. Just yeah. like racing a nice Boring. early 2 0 lead and then just yeah. kill the game after 10 minutes. Well, Bore us all to death with it. I mean, let's be honest, though. If you could choose to win a game, it's going to be nil-nil and we score in the last minute. No, don't. No, no. Uh, well, yes, no, come on. In theory, In yes. theory, yes. In theory, yes, but it would kill me. <laughs> it would, but think how good it would feel. It's like um, like one of my best friends is a Preston fan, and obviously Preston had a very similar record to us in the playoffs. Yeah. They'd not won for, like, one of the longest amount of times. And the way they won, they were 3-0 up at half time and then won 4-0. So... Imagine if was it against Doncaster or something that one. I think uh, Swindon. Swindon. Think. Yeah. Slugs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anything, something like that would be quite nice. Just absolutely rag them and, until. Yeah, I mean, it would be fantastic. That would be. Yeah, it would. We love to be sitting at Wembley like three and up at half time, going, "Oh, it's great this." Yeah, but then you'd be like, "It's kick oh, off the second half." Like, yeah. Don't concede. Away. Yeah. Don't concede in the first five. Yeah, don't concede in the first five. Like when we played Brentford in the championship, and we're like three one up at half time. Yeah, it's like don't concede in the first five minutes, and we've conceded within we three minutes. Yeah, um, that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm not like you know joking about like being three four and up. That's not being like I'm not trying to be like like oh it's going to be Kate Walk. Don't think it is at all. I think no. it's going to be like a hard game. But I think we are capable. We are capable if we get out go foot on the ball mm. early and go at them. I, I, th- I think we I think we can hurt them, and I think we could hurt anyone. So it's not just it's not like slagging off Wickham and taking them, you know, for granted. We could beat anyone, yeah, un- un- with this group of players under this manager. Um, and I just you know, I was speaking to me dad in that seventy three one. It's funny, he's like never. F- I actually 
the the Charlton playoff, I was with my, my mate who is a Preston fan. He came with us because my dad didn't want to go. So he met us in London. We went. <clears throat> um, he's kind of a Sunderland fan as well because because I make him go when he comes up to visit and that. But uh, yeah, so and he was like, "Oh my record at Wembley's like really good and all this," and then we lost. So um, he's but not coming this time, is he? No, he's not. No, but my dad obviously in that probably did was kind of saying like at the end he's got a feeling that we're going to do it. So and my dad going to be quite negative. So I'm I'm going to like about things. So. If he's feeling positive, then I guess mm. I should be as well. I was going to say, uh, what's all your travel arrangements for the big day? Car in the morning, drive down, and then I've actually <laughs> go on, sorry, and then and then no, go to the hotel, check in, go to Wembley. We're on this level, level two, the um, which I like. I like the you know the club Wembley seats. Bars and that are good, so I'll probably just go in there and have a few drinks, and then afterwards, obviously, we have to do a reaction pod, don't we? If we win, so wherever, yeah. wherever that, wherever that's happening afterwards, or drowning sorrows. There you go. Mm. When do you get in, Tom? Uh, well, I fly from Bratislava because um and then i should get in i get in at six half five six and then king's cross for like seven and then on, on, the on night. friday on friday yeah friday night yeah not saturday mate that's not... <laughs> oh, shit could have, been saturday morning. could have been saturday morning yeah and then uh so yeah we have hotels friday saturday and then fly back uh like in the afternoon on sunday so hopefully it'll be a really nice trip and I don't think the thing is I don't I won't be feeling nervous until I actually get to London yeah. so now like in beautiful Vienna it's fine everything's calm I don't know any Sunderland fans here but yeah <laughs> when I get to London and see me mates and that, that I think that's when it might start feeling you, a need, a, you need to start a brunch <laughs> yeah yeah just you with it just you with it so <laughs> yeah. far but it'd just be people walking around my house watching on, like, uh, watching Frankie good, and Danny on the street. I know it. I know these. I know these. That yeah, sounds good. Like, they only do sounds it once good. and they never want to do it again. I'm uh, training down on Friday, coming back Sunday, so doing the spit train thing, like, because it was insane. Mm. Um, so we get to train at Leeds from oh, Durham. Leeds. And then, well, because they clicked on the York thing quite quickly, and the prices <laughs> flew. The, the, prices, the, thing. the prices flew up for that as well. So Leeds, it is. We'll be in Leeds for an hour and a half. So um, taking maybe a quick pint there. Oh yeah, you could go to the Brewery Tap, and then yeah, um, yeah some good good places then, within the within the, uh, the, the reach. Don't go to the, the weather facility. stand in the train station. And then, uh, no, I've been there before. Yeah, um, yeah, and then and then down to King's Cross by about four. I think between four and a half, four-ish. You should come for a pint with us. It'd be great. Quite probably will, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. should. You should. Um, yeah, I'm Matt, also, Matt oh, sorry, told me to send his apologies, but also there will be a reaction show. And also, uh, thanks for listening to us for this. Uh, let's go on about walruses for the past uh, right. nine months. And there'll be much, much more of that next season. Mm. What animal hopefully, would be next hopefully, year? hippopotamus. Maybe. Well, it depends whichever one makes the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, with Sunderland as a championship team. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Tom's uh, thoughts. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, yeah. again for 
I mean, it's nine years we've been doing this now, and it's mad to think that half of it has been in League One. I mean, when uh... we started it, I mean, it's just, it is, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it, I was yeah. thinking about this the other day. I was like, half the time we've been recording this podcast has been in League One, and that is insane. Like, if and, and and you know, you don't, it just goes to how ludicrous it is, you know, that we are in League One, but yeah, thanks. Uh, mm. Thanks for supporting us and thanks yeah. for um hope you've enjoyed all the Wembley pods. Thanks to everyone who's contributed on the website as well. And and obviously we've we've that's really taken off in, in the last year, thanks to Richard. So cheers, uh, Richard, if you're uh, if you're listening and yeah, cheers to all the contributors to the website as well, yeah. rather than as well as the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if uh, if anyone wants to buy me and Matt a pint on Friday or Saturday night, or me, or me, or, or Steve or, or Gareth. I'm, um, I'm not there on Friday, so you can buy me one at the match show if you want. Uh, I'll drink yours on Friday. That's all right. Uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, um, instead of just shouting at us to tell us that you know who I am, buys a pint. I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, I mean, last I'll time anyone, uh, last time anyone recognised me, they said that I was quite annoying. So you know, <laughs> an improvement on that would be good. Some kind of liquid refreshment. Yeah, I got yeah. that one. I never get recognised, but somebody once came up with me and like giving me a big critique. Who? <laughs> like a live show or something and they came up and gave us a big critique about like my performance on the podcast so it was like oh thanks thanks got to know barry norman's still alive though real boost for the for the old confidence (laughs) (laughs) still here though still here being terrible Uh, yeah Yeah. and we we look to do some more live stuff obviously yeah i know we should for the last for the last couple of years if we we get promoted we should do like a yeah celebration like some sort of celebration sort of thing just get Absolutely and, battered. And if we lose, you won't be hearing from us until the first, <laughs> until the first <laughs> yeah. week. The, the first Apologies. week of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the season, possibly. Um, and as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>